Welcome to the race. Mo- oh, for fuck. <laughs> 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 like, I like to say we started yeah, this call yeah. at 8 o'clock. We started this call at 7.57. It's now 8.25. <laughs> Welcome to the Race Motions podcast, hosted by myself, Oscar, Carsey, and TJ. IFC admins will be hosting infrequent podcasts over the next few months. We're going to talk about Real F1 the IFC and, and any questions you guys have for us. So I'll start off by introducing my, my co-host. So we've got, got Oscar here. Hello, Oscar. Hello. We've got, we've got Carsey. Hello, how's it going? Uh, we, Mark couldn't make it, so we have also <laughs> got the <laughs> TJ, <laughs> our resident Welshman. Do they want me, but do they want me? Do people want me? No. Which people? My Welsh fans, but first Rambo. <laughs> choked okay. up to, uh, There's like three Welsh people in IFC. Uh, I think Rambo prefers me, can't lie. Uh, no chance. <laughs> anyway, I think I think we're gonna get kicked off with some talks about real F one. We've had the Barcelona unofficial preseason testing, which I'm sure we're all intensely scouring through Twitter on. What cast all your thoughts from the the three days uh, of testing? So uh, first off, I definitely need to cash up on the uni lectures that I had um, when when that was happening because most of the time me and a friend of mine were just sitting on my laptop refreshing the page looking for updates. Uh, I, I was going into it with the expectation that Aston Martin, you know, as my favourite t- uh, team with that and my favourite driver, would either be like the best car or the worst car by a mile because they're so different to everyone else, but it seems like they're just right in the midfield, which is a massive surprise to me. But at the end of the day, I think we were all ex- excited for um, possible like surprises up at the front, but it looks like we could very well just have a Mercedes and Red Bull at the front once again. Obviously, you can't tell too much from testing, but that's what I took out of it. It is interesting how different everything is this season, and yet even though everything's so different and unpredictable, that it seems to be the three teams you predicted at the front are still at the front of Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari. Now, what do you think, Oscar? Well, I mean, I was doing the same as Carsey. I was just refreshing, but like, I don't know, we can't predict anything until Bahrain. Like, not even testing for the actual race and qualifying. Do uh, you think that this week's testing will tell us anything new? Uh, I think we'll know, we'll get like a direction, but like, we won't actually know anything. I feel like we'll just know like, roughly at like, who's going to be like mid-table, or like mid of, mid of the grid, or like... See, yeah, I think Aston looks firmly mid-table at the moment. I think Alpine looks shocking, also, to be fair. You think that looks shocking, really? Yeah, but did, did, did they not say something about that they were sort of going on this test looking more for performance and reliability or something like that? Or am I making that up? Apparently, um, Merck are commenting like no. a completely different car, like no side. Yeah, uh, yeah, the no side pod thing is ridiculous. If we see a car with no side pod, I've like, seen so many concepts of it, it looks so weird. It, it was from some Italian journalist, yeah. Which, yeah, that's so reliable. I'd say it's at best, but we'll find mean? out tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find. Yeah, we'll find out tomorrow morning. Um, uh, just to add to the whole point of we have absolutely no idea what's going on. You sent in a, a photo, Aiden, of I think what was a twenty twenty preseason test, and then it was yeah, talked about Raikkonen. Yeah, we probably finished like sixteenth in the championship or something. Yeah, we all know how that season turned out for Alpha. So, um, we really have to take every single result with the pinch of salt. Though Mercedes. 
often tend to sandbag in pre-season tests. And I remember back when it was Mercedes versus Ferrari, it was always Ferrari top in test in every season. And Mercedes would be further back. And even if you look back to last year in 2021, you would have yeah, seen it looked like Hamilton was in a dreadful car that whole pre-season test. Because not only was he off the pace, he was spinning and all a lot too. Yeah. Um, but then they ended up having arguably the best car, possibly the second best. But then this season, if they're still sandbagging that much and they're still the quickest, um, let's just hope that they've went for some kind of different program to what they usually run or else we're in for absolute domination. Like, I would personally be surprised if their sandbagging is hot because last year there were slight regulation changes, but they still knew a lot about their car. This year, they're not going to know anywhere near as much. And I think it makes a lot more sense to take your car co closer to its real performance. To get much more information, but this is how I see it. Yeah. What you, TJ, what are you thinking of testing of what we've seen in Spain? Yeah, yeah. Um, we expected Red Bull and Mercedes to be like the teams clear at the front, but McLaren and Ferrari showed that they can be there at the first race. We, we haven't seen a lot of the performance runs, you might see more in testing over the next few days, but them two look sharp for what we've seen in Spain, so hopefully we can have a few teams now battling at the front. Or just your uh, McLarens, Ferraris, Red Bulls, Mercedes. Yeah, it definitely seems to me that those top four, Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren, are going to be way clear of um, the rest of the field. They just seem a lot more solid in pretty much every way. Than, than everyone else, so it could just be every other team sort of just fighting over points, but if you sort of have those four just a little level ahead. It does look surprisingly similar to last yeah, season in that, to, to me it looked like Alfa Romeo and Haas were having a horrid time of it, and mm -hmm. they looked like they could still be, the only ones who looked like they had made like a significant shift from where they were previously were was Williams, who looked like they'd kind of arrived at the midfield instead of yeah, they stuck strong. back with Alpha and Haas. But Alpha and Haas had a horrid time of it with rel reliability and lap times were poor. And yeah, uh, Williams like fifth on the like lap charts. They've done like a lot more than more like the teams around them, like Haas and Alpha and me on things like that. So it was a good first test for Williams. Yeah, I remember in the past, um in the past couple of years in testing Williams sometimes wouldn't even be been able to like run on the first day. But they really seem to have um, their stuff together, this testing here. They seem to actually function like a team <laughs> that knows what they're doing. 2019. Which... Was it 2019? They literally just didn't even have a When car, they produced right? one of the worst F1 cars yeah, in history. Kabika yeah. got a, a point in it. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> after, after, after disqualification. Surely the hassle from last season was the worst one. Um, oh, 2019 Williams was something, mate. It was something. It was a dog. What was that car in the 90s, which was like a minute there was the a, What, like Lola, Lola or something? God. MasterCard Lola? I read about that car, and they had they had two cars which were completely different. One had like a W12. No, that was Life. That was uh, Life. Oh, was that Life? Like one yeah. had a W12 and one had like a flat mm -hmm. 8 engine. They were completely yeah. different cars, both equally terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Haas ended up rolling up to, to Bahrain <laughs> with something like that. One, one of them's got like a moped engine in the back. <laughs> They're just having to make do because uh, the cargo plane is broke down on them. Oh, good. So, yeah, I, would, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. And what do we think of Mazepin losing his seat? 
Um, I think it's justified. I mean, like, I know it's not fair on Mazepin, but, like, in order for, like, I don't know, for the long term, it was never, never going to work out anyway. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. It's like, I don't, like, like, I don't think he should be kicked because of what's going on in, like, Russia and stuff. I don't think he's, he's obviously got nothing to do with that. Russian athletes shouldn't be kicked out because they're Russian. But at the same time, it makes zero sense for Haas to keep Mazepin. He's not yeah. a good driver compared to the likes out there. Like, Magnussen is a far better driver than he is. I mean, yeah. I get, we can get on to Magnussen in a second. But if he's not bringing the financial incentive that he was before, there's no reason to keep him. The thing is, yeah. as harsh is on him. the two big yeah. points are is that, one, um, his, his dad is literally linked with Putin. So, like... Yeah. And then, number two, like, the only reason he's in that seat is not, it's not because of merit. It's because of the money and, like, the sponsor. So, like, there's no, there's no need for Haas to actually keep him. Yeah, that's it. My, basically, Mazepin is a pay driver that brings no money to the table anymore, which, okay. uh, the only reason he's there is because <gasps> of the money. PSG just scored. Like, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's competent behind the wheel, but I wouldn't go much further than that. If he's bringing no money, there is absolutely no point whatsoever in keeping him. So, yeah, there'll be drivers that are better with them that now can bring more money. Because they actually have sponsors that aren't. And is effectively the same situation. Yeah. They were Guanyu and Mazepin were effectively the same level in F two. They were pretty <laughs> around each other in the standings. And I'm sure Guanyu is bringing in hundreds of millions to that Alfa Romeo team with all his Chinese sponsors. Yeah, like Joe after um his third season in F two still hadn't won it. Uh, yeah. I believe Mazepin did three seasons in F two, and now Joe I think came uh, second no, or third. Two, but Joe came like second or third, whereas Mazepin was sixth or something. But yeah, Joe, uh, I I would say that probably the season before twenty twenties F two season was a bit stronger than uh, last seasons. As much as Piastri has been outstanding, I think just like on average there was more drivers towards the top with the likes of Schumacher and Eilat. So and Sonoda. Uh, but yeah, I think like sixth in F two isn't something to like make fun of. But I don't know if I'd say it's F one. I was going to say, However, you're definitely a decent driver. Yeah. Although F2, as much as F2's still got a lot of fishy stuff going on with, as much as it's a spec series. Yeah, yeah. No if you're for Prima, you've, got a, you've got the best chance of winning. Like, yeah. At the end of the day. A lot of dodgy stuff goes on in F2, which we could talk about for hours, I'm sure. But I think the sixth, the sixth place in F2, does that warrant an F1C? I would say almost definitely not. I think if you're not right at the front, like, like even even Visa Visa is a first place doesn't guarantee a seat. So watch this sixth place, fifth place guarantee yeah. you want. Like, yeah. Like Nick DeVries F two championship, I did not find particularly impressive. No, he was hey, that was the weakest season F two I've seen in a long time. Nicholas Latifi was runner up in that season. Who is another one who? He's the, I mean, like he. To be fair, he has improved a lot as a driver. I think since he's I think he's underrated. Front, but... I don't know. I think uh, he doesn't. I don't know. I'm not like underrated as something like he's overrated, sick, but like he's not bad. I think he's overrated. He's not bad, but I think you know people are calling for him to get a Mercedes drive and all that. I saw an no, article that's just story, story. That's like, Come on, I, I know no he's an F2 champion, but it was a very weak season of F2, and it took him three seasons with his uh, best um, opposition being Latifi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Formula E is such an, a weird championship. It is, yeah. Their format is so bizarre. I hate it. I can't lie. I just hate the whole formula. Like, they, it's effective. If you win the first... If you win the race before, you have zero chance of winning the next one, right? 
That's how it works, basically. Because they're qualifying groups. Their their tracks are not real tracks, so they're not rubbered in at all. And qualifying, they do qualifying in like groups. So like they have like ten cars go out, and then another ten cars go out. And then I might be wrong. This might be how it used to be. But then the track evolution is so high because they're not real tracks. They're not rubbered in. Yeah. If you're in the first group, you have zero chance of being on pole. That's a good point. It's a bit of a strange way of going about it. Do you know what I also don't get? Like, I know like, it sounds cool initially, but like, all the, all the like, fan base, we, we like, vote for someone. No, a fan base is silly. I don't know, I it's think, just stupid. I think most I, Formula I feel like, fans I, feel like, I, mean, I don't watch it, I don't know, but I feel like the same drivers just get voted with, like, yeah, after, exactly. if I was being in their flood, like, imagine, like, all the like, Landon Norris stands just voting, like, for him all the time. Nah, it would just be Max. It would be Max every time. Like, like, Max or Lewis, yeah, literally. Max got the most diehard fan base. It would be Max every time. Or, no, actually, no, it would be whoever is behind Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, literally. In Formula E, um, the, the voting starts a week before the race, and it finishes, like, mid-race, or something, something like that. It's so weird. Oh, really? Yeah. I was reading about it a few days That's ago. Dead. It oh, no, it's dead. If you're going to do it at all, which is a stupid idea, it should be just in the race. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. That's crazy that, like, the championship can be fan-decided. I find that bizarre. Yeah, that is, yeah, but you know, it's a, it's a different motorsport. You know, I guess they don't want everything to be the same in every motorsport. Is she Mario Kart? They have the, the attack mode. It is, folk. It is, folk. I wouldn't be surprised if they had like build. banana peels and shit into it. It's green shells and blue shells. Bro, yeah, if, bro, you could be lost. You get that fan boost. You can just get the bullet. Just drive all the way through. Get a blue shell, it just explodes first place, but car just explodes and then like oh. drive through for the leader. They, they have like a dartboard with uh, different drivers' faces on it, whoever the dart throws on, they just cut off the electricity of their car. They have pit stops. If they do, but like yeah. change car though. You don't want you, car, you, you don't you don't want the pit stop in the race. Because it just fucks you over. Yeah. Like if you need to if, anyway. if you need to pit, you're fucked, basically. Shall we talk about our favourite liveries? And this can also it's tie into Ferrari. the cars we want Ferrari, to drive yeah, it's Ferrari. next season. Ferrari's so Ferrari is a Ferrari. nicest livery exactly. I've seen in a long time. Of like Do you know what the worst livery is? And I stand by this. Mercedes. I think it's collapsed. Oh, oh, I think let it's, me, I let think me, it's a mess of a car. You know what? I think I agree with and you. And then Bappi scored I again. Think, I, think, but I think Mercedes is an ugly car this year. I really do. I, don't. I think it's worse than Haas. I don't think it's incredible, things. but like it's just worse than Haas. Well, you know, no Haas is the worst. Yeah, I'll put Mercedes second worst. Do you think Haas will have a new livery without any? Yeah, they will. So. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, they'll go back to like the, the original Haas livery, like the white, gray, really like red, the black the and gold one. Like... No, no, not not oh, rich energy for the actual Haas one. Oh, that one. Like right. red, red, gray, white. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's all right. I wasn't a big fan of that. They could do something better, like, but I guess that is... Than that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Mark's the better than that. There's literally a... I Marie actually... Boat. I quite like the Alpine, but I, I'll tell you why I think I quite like it, because I heard about the BWT and thinking that's not going to work at all. Then they walked out during the car launch in their overalls, and I thought, that oh, this is going to be the ugliest car I've ever seen. And then it just ended up being not great. But because I was Sick. expecting, like, something really offensive, I thought, you know, that's not that bad, and I was pleasantly surprised. So I think because my expectations were so low, for so low, I I think it's better than it is. To be Alpine honest, Alpine livery reveal is one of the weirdest things I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> so last year? Who, who was the Alpine um, thingy last year? It was so laggy. It was like 
moving at two frames per second. Oh yeah, Ocon was like talking. It was like a two D version of him. Yeah, and they're like holograms and shit. I can't lie. I saw a lot of people. Uh, complaining about the Alpine car launch. I loved it. I thought it was by far the most entertaining. But dancing before it. Dancing. Yeah, it was such... <laughs> and it had like, like strobe lights and all for like some random guy no one has ever heard of coming onto the onto the stage. And I was like, okay. That's some like French dubstep. Yeah. And, like like dance troupe. I, I don't understand. I think some people take themselves too seriously. I don't know. I don't understand why people have like a real problem with that. It's, it's it was it was bad, like it was bad, but it was so bad it was very entertaining. No, me? but like they didn't have a mind, they didn't have a viewpoint of like this is really bad. So it's funny. They thought it was sick. No, they thought it was sick, but exactly. I mean, for any that makes some clowns. You know, okay. no, there are clowns, but I mean, like just people saying, "Oh, that was dreadful. I can't believe I'm even watching this." But it's like it's funny. Well, no, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People I still think they're clowns. Yeah, no, they're clowns, but people that didn't enjoy, it, I don't get that. I thought it was great. Yeah, but you know, that's like people like ski on or something. It is boring. <laughs> We're not in the slander section yet. Oh, sorry, we'll get on to that later. We'll get on to that later. <laughs> we'll get on to that later. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I got ahead of myself there. Do we want to hit with some predictions for the season? Um. Should we like... start with the driver's champion from each of us? Ooh, okay. TJ? Lewis Hamilton will win his eighth world championship, I reckon. You want him to, don't you, TJ? I don't want him to, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I I want the Sabin to win it again, but uh, yeah. and I'm a Sabin fan. Okay. Oscar, I don't know because I feel like we need to do this again in the, in the next episode after testing. But what like we, we we can look at if any of our opinions have changed. Yeah. Maybe, but right now, if you had to, if you're a betting man, who's your money on? I'll say Verstappen. Is that passing? So I actually have placed a bet, but I'm not gonna make my bet be my prediction. Just because the bet had good odds, and I think there's a chance. Uh, I bet it on science. <laughs> but well, what, what are the odds you got on science? But I, I just have a, fi- a good feeling about Ferrari, so I'm gonna. I do also have a feeling with the club. For my prediction, I'm saying Leclerc, yeah. Yeah. And Leclerc, That's my prediction. I, I, I love, I love also Leclerc. think Hamilton will win his eighth, personally. Nah, man. I I'm think... surprised. No, no one said Russell. What do you think? How do you think Russell's going to No, I want fare? Russell to win. How do you think Russell's going to fare this season against Lewis? You bet them what Bottas has done, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. He's closer to Hamilton. But Bottas went bad in qualified. He, he did have his moments. Like, no, Bottas had a shit season. Bottas wasn't a bad qualifier. Yeah, Russell yeah, was much better than race. Before, before last season, I predicted that Bottas would win one of the first three races and then not win any other race. I was close. He did win one race. It just wasn't one of the first three. It just took was like Turkey, 10 races. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and to be he low key just won it by default. Yeah, because Lewis was uh, at the back. Yeah, but yeah. but the thing is, like everyone's saying, or even I heard Peter saying there that Russell will be better than like I like Russell. Don't get me wrong, I think he's great, but he'd be better than Bottas in race. Russell's never really shown good race pace apart from in that Bahrain short race. Yeah. He's he's always fallen back in the race from where he's qualified. But you've said uh, that he's. Hungary. But I think that that's because, in my opinion, the driver has more of an impact in quality than the race. It's more of a car than the race. Yes. Yeah, it's about who can like take it to ragged age. That's the point because quality is just that one quality lap. There's a reason that the only race Russell has showed good race pace in is when he was in a good car. No, but I mean, even in in comparison to the cars around him, or even with Tafe, his race pace isn't all that good. I mean, if it wasn't for Russell's. race in Mercedes in 2020, but if he had beat him in the championship, 
uh, just from better finishes, even with. Yeah, but I suppose he's won like all his like championships like before F one like F two. Yeah, F3, no, Russell was very very impressive in F two. Yeah, he wasn't big. I think it'd be good, but people forget how fantastic Bottas was before he got that Mercedes seat. Like there was no doubt yeah. that it was going to be him because of how amazing he was in Williams before that, like getting podiums in the car that should never be getting podiums. You know, stuff he, like he that. battered Felipe Massa. Yeah, and Massa was a good. Spice. He'd fallen off a bit. But he was yeah, still a Bottas good driver. was fantastic before Mercedes, and even in his first season, Mercedes in a new car, he won like two, three races. He was great. Yeah, yeah, he was great. So, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are are overestimating Russell. I hope I'm wrong because I'd love to see him do great. But I think um, a lot of people just see him, you know, doing well in the Williams, having the F2 title, and automatically think that yeah, he's gonna bring it to Hamilton. But Hamilton's one of the greatest of all time, you know. I don't think oh, he, and it, even if he is good enough, I don't think Mercedes will let him. Just like at the start of uh, 2019 with Vettel and Leclerc. Here's a question: Maybe. When do you think he will retire, Hamilton? At the end of this season, whether this he season, wins or loses, I think this is yeah, his last season. I think he'll only him. retire if he wins. Yeah, Personally. I think he'll. Yeah, I think, I think he'll I do think... at least. If he doesn't win, he'll do at least one more. Yeah, I was about to say, but he does two I seasons. Think, I... He doesn't win. I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it. But he is contracted until the end of next season. But obviously, he has. No, that doesn't mean anything. I think with Hamilton, the contract secondary, yeah. he's just going to do what he wants. Yeah, he's, he's like no, he's got in, in any team, a contract means nothing, right? Uh, well, if you're someone as big and as yeah. Lewis Hamilton, it means nothing. Maybe if you're like I don't know, someone a bit smaller with a bit less power in the mm. team and stuff. But Lewis will do whatever the fuck he wants. Like it won't be anything outside of what he wants to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think if he wins his eighth, he will not have enough motivation to do another season. He'll see no. He just wants to like record, That's it. So I, I think he'll just go for eight, and then he'll rest on his eight laurels. But do you think if he, uh, you know, if he knows he's still at the top of his game and he could further extend the record, but he not want to do that? So no, there's these interviews of him talking about how like draining it is and how there's other things he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, it would be like very stressful every season. Well, I, I don't think 2020 was, would have been particularly stressful for him. But nah. 2017, 2018, vibe, yeah. 2021 would have been tough. The risk yeah. of 20 AI in 2020. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's about that's about it. You know, that's, it was tough to watch as a fan of just good racing. <laughs> And a battle fan, actually, now to think about it. Oh, God. Yeah. We've got sources of Williams Ferrari battles, which people have been asking for again. I remember in 2020, like, no matter what, it was just battle next to Raikkonen. Like, no matter where either of them were, <laughs> they were always right next to each other. They're good friends. These aren't teammates anymore. Please stop this. They missed each other. <laughs> Looking away from F1 slightly, I don't know how many, how closely you guys follow it, but what do you think? will be happening this season of F2, which I think is looking to be very exciting. I don't watch it. I hardly watch it, so I don't know. Yeah. I watch every race, but I haven't actually, I don't actually know what the grid is. If I'm sure Dennis Hauger's moving up from... Yep. Dennis hey. Hauger, I know the F3 drivers moving up are Dennis Hauger, Jack Doohan, and Doohan, Logan yeah. Sargent, I believe. Sargent? Okay. That's... Yep. Okay. I, I think it will be very hard to bet against Tiger after how he, how he drove in F3. I will say his opening half of F3 last season was more impressive than his latter half. But um, it's, it'll be hard to bet against him. He was seller last season. Uh, will yeah. he be in Prema again? Yes, he is in Prema. Then, yeah, I, I would assume. Or not Next assume, to... 
he's also Jehan Darul has gone to Premier, who's not a bad driver. What? Darul has gone to Premier. Anyway. Yep. Whereas, but I will say, um, the Hauger and Duan did two F2 races at the tail end of the F2 season last yes, year. Yes, and Duan was great. Duan was far more impressive. Yeah, in... Duan was fantastic. Um, I will also say, um. I, I, do you not think Terra Porsche will be able to take his? He's so young, but do you not think after a year of experience, he'll be able to take it to next level? I really think so. It is, it is technically his third year because he did a few races in 2020, but it's not it's his second full year. It's his second season. Um, but I really hope so. I think he has a hell of a lot of potential. And, you know, a lot of people, if they don't win it within three seasons, you know, then it's sort of over for them. But he's so young, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. what, 18? Yeah, he would be in my year at school, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's 18. It's crazy me watching that and seeing you know him win Monaco and realising he's younger than me. So I, I really hope Teo does, and if he doesn't, then I don't think it's good to count him out yet because of how young he is. I think we should still you know, give him another chance. And There's there's two other interesting things that I, I saw looking at the F2 2022 grid. They've got, a, they've got a driver that you had on ropes in some five-lappers cars. Here's Enzo Fittipaldi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you've raced against, and then there's also ex F1 esports driver Chim. I did. I heard. I heard about that. That will be interesting to see how he fares up. And I'll say, from I know it's only preseason, but preseason testing, his times were like midfield. They were competitive. That's, he was not getting. That's dropped. impressive. That's very impressive. I, I think it'll be very interesting. interesting. I'll be. I'll be rooting for him now. You know, I I would love to see him do well. Me He's too. in Trues, which isn't great, this team. But yeah, but, um, I hope Enzo does well as well, because the worse he does, the the worse my uh, race against him ages. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is uh, teammates with Chet. They're both oh. in Trues. So that's kind of interesting in itself as yeah, well. Yeah, that would be very interesting. Because, yeah. uh, was he involved in the crash in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, he was. He broke his ankle, I believe. Yeah. Was he the one who didn't so, move, or was he the one who hit the back of someone? He hit the back of Porsche, I believe he broke his ankle. So I hope he's fully recovered and ready for the, the new season and can actually get good like practice and all and testing in. He was at pre-season testing, so I assume, That's good. Okay, I assume he's fine now. That's good. They had a fairly long break. So. Yeah, he's a good guy, and let's hope he's, uh, he shows his pace and gets some decent results, because last season was pretty dire. And speaking of F2, it's a little bit sad that Oscar Piastri is going to have to be sidelined for this year after winning. I know. Which I loved watching him race in F2. I didn't have a favourite going into the first race weekend, but he became my favourite coming out of it. Thing is, where does he go next season then? So I don't see Alonso, for example, Alonso retiring. I don't know. I think. Okay, this is my opinion. If Alpine are intelligent. (laughs) Oh wait, how long is Alonso's contract? Does anyone know? I think it ends this season. Exactly, okay. If they are forward-thinking, even though Alonso will be good maybe for this season, I think they would be wise to sign Piastri in that season instead of Alonso and be forward-thinking. Because there's no way another team doesn't go for him. Something mad like that. Some long-ass contract with Alpine. It's like three years or something. It's kind of crazy. Max has five years. Yeah, Max got five years on like forty million years, or which is crazy. Yeah, that is mental. Like he's, he's only as much as Hamilton. Yeah, just yeah. shows how much they want him, you know. Yeah, it shows how valuable he is to them. But Starboy. I think 
if Alpine do not nail down Piastri for next year, he will leave them. Yeah, he is such a big if, if Alpine lose, uh, lose Piastri, that will be one of the biggest like missed opportunities. Because Bottas, he's not Nick really? DeVries. He's not just an F2 champion you can sit on the side. He won three championships in his rookie in season row. in three years in a row. Yeah, yeah. He won uh, Formula Renault, Formula 3, Formula 2. Yeah, have three any of you watched um, the... It's sort of like a drive to survive, but for F2, he just came out a few days ago. Yeah, it's that, called Chasing yeah. the Dream. And did you see the Piastri episode? Uh, he like showed around his house, and I thought I, I don't know why, but I thought they would have lived in nicer places. To be honest, like he he lived in a very very small house. Um, in, in England, to be fair, they, they, they are traveling all the time, so like I know, I know, but his like his bedroom was a mess. Like he was very very messy, very messy guy. Did he have any food in the fridge? He's not wealthy, is he? He's not bringing any money to. Teams, I know, that's the thing. That's, I have no idea. I don't think he is. But I don't know, I just pictured them living in some kind of luxury, you know? One thing I do like is that he's also managed, he's managed by Mark Webber, and I like Mark Webber. I know, yeah, there was a lot of Mark in that episode. I like Mark Webber, I haven't seen it. I might have to watch it now. It's a a really good episode. Okay, and do you think he was uh, ever an option for the Haas seat for this year? I don't think Alpine would have. I think if he was an option for the Haas seat, he he would have it, to be honest, because he's... It's right. just lo- losing that chance of having him with how amazing he's been in those young disciplines. It, it would be a real shame to, to give up on an opportunity to have him. I can't believe he doesn't have a seat this season. He's what, the first AF2 champ since DeVries that hasn't had a seat, and he's probably the most impressive, really, excluding maybe Leclerc. Yeah. I think Leclerc and Russell are the only ones you can really compare his season to because they mm-hmm. both also won it fairly dominantly in their rookie season. Yeah. We, we have a decent amount of competition as well. Like, he was mm-hmm. up against some good drivers. Mm-hmm. Although, I don't know, I would say that especially Russell's season was more competitive. Yeah. If that, Guan Yu Zhou finished, did he finish second or third? Third, I think. Joe And then Schwartzman yeah. second? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, as how impressive he was, that is, in my opinion, a less competitive grid compared to yeah, Norris, so. Albon, De Vries, and then Leclerc was racing against some really good drivers as well. Yeah. Well, Luton, Leclerc season. It wasn't as, I think, really 2018, have, like, was, <laughs> 2018 was the most competitive, I think. But, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, who would you, okay, if we had the option of Hulkenberg and Magnussen, who are we picking, guys? There's a Hass team. Um, it's a Hass. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter who it is to be first. Still want to score no points. I don't know. I don't know about Hawkenberg think... anymore. Like, he has the potential, but I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think he still Hulkenberg has it. He's massively overrated. He is, he is definitely overrated now. But he it's, definitely it's... has the potential. He had so much potential, but have either you? Yeah, have either of you ever seen uh, the Brazilian Grand Prix in twenty ten? No. It was Hulkenberg's first ever season in a in a. It was a well, Williams. I saw Twitter and he qualified like what was it? He got pole. He got pole in yeah, one of the pole, worst cars yeah. in the and it was you know no fuel loads or anything. It was just an equal qualifying session. He got pole. Can't remember what happened in the race. To be honest, he maybe had a hydraulic issue or something. He was in an incident. No, there was twenty twelve. He was on to win and then crashed with Hamilton. 
So yeah, Hulkenberg, you know, you could say in his first ever season in one of the worst cars getting pulled up, man, had a hell of a lot of potential. Uh, definitely deserved a few podiums, which he never got, but at the end of the day, most of the times he lost them were, were his own fault. So, like, um, although he was unlucky on occasions, you, you can't do that many. He did so many races in F1 for, like, 10 years almost, wasn't it? And, like, at some point, you cannot just chalk it down to luck. It is got to be something to do with the driver. And I think that people just looking back have a better opinion of people. They always yeah. they remember the good stuff. They don't remember how especially as at most races. Yeah, like I, I remember um, when I was in Germany, twenty nineteen, just with all the mayhem, Hulkenberg was on for a, a second or a first, possibly in the race, and we were like, "Are we going to see Hulkenberg get his first podium in front of his home crowd?" And then he binned it. Okay. <laughs> Quite, it, uh, what year was Ricardo's a Renault? Was it 18 and 19? He was definitely there 19. He was there 20. Was it 19 no, no, that was, was Hulkenberg and Ricardo? Yes, 19 was Hulkenberg. Okay, yeah. if you ever... I just randomly on YouTube watch old races. If you ever watch a 2019 race, you'll very frequently see Ricardo qualified like P8 or something and Hulkenberg would be 17. And it was... Yes, it, like, Ricardo was just really, like, yeah. He was... He showed a lot of potential young, but I, I would have taken Magnussen. I, I feel like... How Magnuson, was Magnussen? He's not young, but like... Mag- Magnussen's a better driver than a lot of people give him credit for. Oh, I mean, he's, guy, he's, on, he's on the race. The guy has had the best F1 debut of all time. He finished second on his first ever race. That's his only podium. So it really it's went downhill from his, from his uh, debut. <laughs> More podiums than Hulkenberg. Yeah, it took him only one race to get more than Hulkenberg. <laughs> that must hurt. That must sting. Yeah, that's why he got. Uh, that's that's why he got picked over. It was based on podiums. <laughs> that's the only thing you looked at. Number oh. of P twos. Now TJ's return. Wi-Fi going down. All right. Yeah, Shall we move on to some IFC talk, maybe? Yeah, sure. And oh, I, think I think it's a shit week. Oh, so we've got three incredibly. <laughs> Oh, we could start. Oh, we can go through all of them. Do you want to go through all the tiers and just have a little chat about all of them briefly? Well, I yeah. don't watch tier for two tier seven, but you know. Yeah. Well, we'll just have a look at the standings. I do. Do you? I you have always have them on, depending on how much I watch. Is not always the same, but tier seven you have your driver Cracker. Cracker, Cracker's been class, but uh, he's Cracker's um. Bottled a few times, not on track, just by falling asleep before the race. <laughs> Where did he so, finish with Portimao? He didn't race. Oh, okay. He's got a 30 point asleep. lead to my driver Storms in the house. Yeah, yeah. Who is just, I think, has been somewhat less consistent, but he still picked up a, a couple wins, the same as Cracker. But Cracker's got four P2s. Yeah, Cracker's, yeah, he's been driving very well. But the constructors is actually incredibly close. You've got Haas one five six, Alpha one five three, Williams one four five. Yeah. And I think That's it will question. actually like Storms Storms and Crack will probably just keep getting wins and podiums. But it will be a lot on the second driver as well. So yeah. how much And Cracker didn't have a second driver until like a race or two ago. <laughs> That's definitely it's not been helping him, as for sure. No. But, so yeah, it's looking good for Williams, I must say, as long as he keeps showing up. Another one that's looking good for your academy is West, who seems to be somewhat walking the tier six championship now that FMG Optic hasn't been, with, had a couple no shows. 
With Westy, I don't know, half the time he dominates with the win, the other time he qualifies dreadfully and crashes out, and I don't know how to fit, I don't know. I think I need to stop watching them, because I haven't actually watched any of the ones he's won. I've only watched the ones he's had horrible times, just... uh, I've only been free for, for those ones, because not usually free Fridays. The nature of Tier 6 is that none of them will be incredibly consistent, some of them will be a bit faster than the other, but no one's got that incredible like consistency to do it week in, week out. And he's got two wins, I think. He won in tier five. Early, right? Oh no, I wish I had then. I think he got like thirteenth in tier six that race. <laughs> Again, <laughs> consistency. And someone probably the most dominant of any of the tiers is Taylor yeah, in tier five. Taylor should never have been placed in tier five. I was very against it at the time. I don't know why we put him in tier five. Well he pretty he had a pretty dreadful previous season, but yeah, he, but towards the end, he was completely outpacing Ronda. I remember he gapped Ronda by 10 seconds in five laps in a Singapore race. And we're putting Ronda in tier three. And I was like... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to his credits, it's our fault he's there and he's making the most of of it. He's driving, he's driving very well. One which is a bit more interesting is tier four. And we've got, as with most tiers, it's my driver against your driver class. <laughs> yeah, and it's Pines against Captain Angus, who has had some incredible misfortune with oh, glitches of the game. He got disqualified for overtaking the safety car last race. Didn't he have something at Baku as well? It's possible. It's very well, he possible. had a no score. I think something happened to him at Baku. Yeah, Angus somehow... How many three... reserves were there in Baku for Team 4? <laughs> like, only three people scored points in the standings. <laughs> Look. Oh my god, yeah, you're right. <laughs> But I think Legacy's done a lot better than Captain Angus's teammate yeah, in Kopi, so Ferrari have got a pretty firm grasp on the constructors at the moment by about 60 points, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, Oscar, um, do you want to talk us through what's going down in, in Tier 3? Um, you, you've done, actually, you haven't done many Tier 3 races. I was, I was, on, a, I was on a few in my time. Um... Well, what happens in Mazepin? Hold on. I saw it recently. He's been. Did he race back? And he crashed uh, out. Didn't he? That's what he did. Crashed out and he got P3 in Portugal. Mint got P2. And I believe the updated standings is like there's one point between them, I believe. Three points. Four points. Crazy chance. No, 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 but without with Portugal. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, Portugal. I forgot that. Oh. This is the closest championship we have, it I think, is. isn't it? Yeah, it's a crazy one. And I think... Um, Mint's on the back, of course, so it's fine. Mint's IFC career has been very up and down. He did, was it season 2? He did Tier 1. He, he did had a really one, strong yeah, pace. Yeah. Very good just in every race. I, I, I called him the, the heaviest right foot in IFC. He, he would always volley well. All the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, his score is insane. He's a great like, guy. Mint's a legend. He does sick in Tier 2 as well in quality. Like, when he reserves in quality, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He could... He could get through he'd, he'd, he'd be able to hang out quite easily in a tier one qualifying session i think yeah yeah, yeah. but Q2. he would suffer in the race g2 has the heavy, right heavy right foot and he, his quality pace is ahead of his race pace but i still think he's a strong driver his race pace is still yes he's, he's doing well I'm, I'm happy to see him doing well in tier three i think he deserves some luck although we haven't been the most lucky <laughs> mazapin he's this is my opinion of Mazepin. He's an incredibly quick driver, but he is not an intelligent driver. No. He can I see, I watch him race, and he drives well. He's technically good. 
His decision-making is poor. He, and I think this can go for a lot of drivers lower down who have good pace, but often uh, don't well, get the best goes for drivers higher up as well, like TJ. No, I think to fight for a position. When is it important to fight for a position? When is it, like, yeah. some drivers People will fight tooth and nail for every position on track. Yeah, when I, that's the thing I, I played for most in my academy, is just please be patient, please. I was also yeah. going to say this, that tier 2 is literally like fast drivers, but just stupid drivers. Like, we will just crash. I think, I think but once you get to tier 2, you're pretty damn decent at the game, and it gets to the point where people have egos. Yeah, that's the main issue. And everyone thinks they're better than everyone else. Exactly. I think a lot of people yeah, are egos. But I think they're the first, like, really good drivers are in tier two. I think Jacob isn't is actually a very good driver in yeah, tier yeah. two. Jacob could easily hack in tier one, like. And I think he will next season. Like he'll be yeah. tier one next season, and I think we'll do quite well in it. He'll score points. Um, yeah. Another dri- Joe Kilgore was competitive in tier one for two seasons, and he took a big break. And I think he is now slowly starting to find that pace yeah, back he's, again. He's, he won. He's getting... He was the fastest yeah, out of tier twos in Portimao, and he raced tier one and was comfortable. He was doing well until he spun, but yeah. he didn't spin in tier two, and he took the win there. And I think he is slowly on his way back towards where he used to be. But he's a bit of a, a Ferrari Academy dominance at the moment, which I'm not upset by. Yeah. Because I think we are one, two, three in the drivers, and we are one and two in constructors after this weekend. And Alfa Romeo have almost doubled the points of P2, which is a bit of a whitewash there. But there is still a good battle. The top three are very close after Portimao in terms of points. And I think any, all, actually, I think all three of them could win out of Jacob, Bassi, and Kilgore. Who would your money be on? Uh, I want to back Bassi. Just I think he deserves a break. <laughs> and uh, he's very solid, but sometimes it doesn't work out for him. So I'll back Bassi. Bassi's a good driver, yeah. yeah. Like him races. He's a good driver. I really like him. And I really enjoy racing with him for the BRT as well. But I think Jacob will prevail. And I think yeah. Jacob will win. Sorry. I think Jacob is. I swear, I swear Bassi had, had it in the bag going in the season. Right. Uh, he took two wins. Uh, he took the first two wins, and then he didn't score for four races. Alright, yeah. But to be, he went second and P one in the last two. Hmm. So, I don't know, a bit of a you yeah, know, he has, just... he has purple patches and then he has a bit of a dip. Can I just very very quickly go back to um, tier three because I think it's it's easy to uh, skip over that and not and not mention what Zaki Boy's season has been. It's that season's been a, a bit of a comedy show for. For Zaki boy, uh, so you know, two non finishes at the start, which he yeah, hasn't a big deal, not much happened there. And then he gets the second at Emila, then he wins on track in Russia, but he had some kind of penalty that he forgot to clip. Which it was, you know, he shouldn't have had the penalty, but he just forgot to clip the track or again. something. I think I remember it. So we, we, couldn't, we couldn't remove it, so that should have been a win. He lost a lot of points there. Then Austria, fine. Japan, I believe, ski on, takes him out, just bends him in a wall. Then Netherlands gets hit by the safety car. Doesn't score there either. And then Baku, um, I believe, yeah, two guys battle. One of them swerves to avoid the other one. And Zaki boy takes him out. And then Portimao um, got taken out on <laughs> on the, what, turn three by a desync. 
Because he has Zaki, decent, Yeah, Zaki really has not had the best seed, despite driving decently well. Um, a lot of stuff has happened to that man to the point where it's actually quite humorous. I've driven in lobbies with Zaki. Yeah, he's actually he's a quick driver. He's got good pace. He's he a nice guy. So I do feel quite bad for it him. It never comes around for him. Yeah. Also, I think um. Dan is doing quite well considering how a lot of people would have written him off in this grid compared to a lot of the quality of the drivers. Yeah. And he's ahead of a lot of very strong drivers. Bad. Like people like like Nifty who was tier one last season, Fozzy Koa who he thought was gonna be very quick. Um and it, uh, Eli has very strong pace. He's been promoted, yet. right? He's tier two, right? Is he? Is he no he's tier three, isn't he? Tier three? Yeah, no, Eli's yeah. tier three. Eli Anyways, Eli does uh, if you if you compare Eli's qualifying to race finishes, it must wow. be the the biggest net loss in the season. Oh yeah, no, race finish. Yeah, definitely. He yeah, has in any, a, last season as well. He has a very strong one lap pace, but he doesn't have the. He just needs to work on his racecraft a bit. Doesn't have the consistency or like presence of mind. I think we race. should give Eli um a hundred points for his TikToks. I don't know. They are fantastic videos. Yeah, they are, they are. We will say, Exquisite. if you're listening, Eli, your TikToks did inspire me and Carsey to make a few of our own. I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah, I, I sent them. I know, I sent them them. I sent them them. We can make another one this week. Are you speaking comments at the moment? Yeah, we, we can do that. Shall we move on to tier one then? Let's do tier one. Oh. I think the one we can talk about the most. Mm. Who would you say <laughs> has been the biggest letdown for you, Carsey, in, in tier one? <laughs> Biggest letdown in tier one. Yeah, that is, that's a tough yeah. one. No, it's not you, TJ, because I didn't expect anything. Say TJ. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay, if it's not TJ, I don't really care who it is. But I would say the biggest letdown would probably be Lee for me because he's so fast and he's what he's got barely any points until recently. He had zero, right? Uh, I think he scored. He had he had one P five. At yeah, at Baku. That's his only points finish. Yeah. yeah, and with the pace he has, he should be not be what like top seven, top eight based on his pace. Like, I also would like to say that he's one of the the quickest drivers I've ever raced with. Yet, for a mixture of simply not turning up and not finishing, Luca is second last in the championship. Despite being one of the best yeah. drivers on the grid, he finds himself nineteenth. Only ahead of Sam, as a matter of fact. Our good friend. Yeah, we, yeah well, Sam I, I wouldn't consider quite... Sam a left down. Yeah. Wheel Sam has not quite caught up to the I didn't expect Sam, anything yeah. from Wheel Sam. He's... But he had a solid race in Port of Mine. No, no uh, safety cars, no, no BS like that. And he finished 8th, but a genuine 8th. Genuine. So I think, and if you look at the, the people that beat him, the top 7, I think that's about as good as he could have expected. Yeah. So and... they, hopefully he'll be coming back to form soon. And the bottom three are actually all on ten points now. After after that, after that race, yeah, very good. Which is nice. Very good, very good. We have the title battle seems to be between Carsey and Stonks now, with Carsey oh, well, fifteen points ahead right? now. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And no, BC are still in it. Mm, maybe, I think we're very much outside chances. But I think realistically it will be going down to you and Stonks. I think Stonks is actually surprisingly confident. I've talked to Stonks quite a lot. He really fancies himself at these tracks coming up. 
he thinks are a lot better to him than the previous ones. Yeah, Mexico and Abu Dhabi I'm not happy with, and in the last four I'm happy I quite enough. like Abu Dhabi. I chose I it. Well, yeah. is it my least favorite track? It's up there with Zandvoort, like, I get the curve. By doing four hours of Brazil practice a few months ago, did that manage to cure your hatred yes, of Brazil? Yes, I not quite like Brazil, yes. <laughs> But we did. I did. We did so much for that race, and I, I did. I literally just. I did about a lap. I think. I hate Brazil. Brazil and I would definitely back stonks this next two races. To uh, it'll be damage limitation for me. Um, but anything can happen. I can end up winning the both. You never know. You never yeah, know. You, what's you both happen. had your share of bad luck this season. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you had. Well, you retired yourself. At, uh, you missed the first race. And you know the the Baku things happened at Baku, and then yeah. um, Stonks had his thing with the safety car in Russia. Yeah, and he had his no score in Austria. And a, well, he, actually, he had four no scores in a row. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, some were more on him than others, but there was definitely a, a decent portion of bad luck there. But I think this this the title charge is still definitely very much on. I don't think you're exactly running away with it like you have in other seasons. No. Well, I've already run away with it one season, to be fair. TJ gave me a big battle, which maybe is why he's yeah. a massive letdown this time. Yeah, I think the biggest, <laughs> biggest, like TJ's really fell off, hasn't he? If you look at the. the yeah, I am I am here, boys. I am here. <laughs> he was really right there at the front, challenging for titles season one and two. He was one of the best drivers in the league. Top of it. Time trial leaderboards as well at certain tracks, but he's just he's going to Singapore, convert now yeah. in this game. The bottle job. <laughs> just drive fast. I don't fast. think I was it's not a top 20 time in Singapore. I don't know. Just drive fast. Well, he used to be really good at... Can you match the top Singapore times now? Uh, probably not anymore, no. What about... You used to be right at the top of Brazil, I remember, on the off game. Yeah, Brazil, that was a good track. I like Brazil. Until I know, like, we need, like, oh, 20 laps in of the wet. One? 23 laps in, in the way, 30 seconds in front, and then get taken out. Lewis. What's <laughs> <laughs> something interesting about this. They've got the like, lineups for who's doing uh, testing tomorrow. And P mm -hmm. Fittipaldi is doing morning and afternoon, for whatever reason. Um, oh, okay. isn't any time I, thought, I thought Hassan was doing morning. Well, I don't ready know, they've written it down, but oh. I don't know. It might not show up. Yeah. Don't bargain not get any time now in the car, or will he just... Oh, he will. Surely. He will get a session. Surely, Surely he will. will. Maybe on a Saturday or something, like a session. You'd hope so. You'd hope his... I've got four first... If If he gets thrown into it, like, well, he's still got practice. Well, it'll be FP1, but... Yeah. Okay, so... Who has impressed you most this season, TJ? In IFC, or...? Yeah. Ah, tier one? No, just across the tiers in the server. Who is... Taylor, definitely, because I thought... We didn't have his time trials when we were placing drivers, and I thought he'd be a tier six. What? So, um, no, no, I'm serious. Cause I, I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> and yeah, I thought he'd have been in a tier six, but he's smashing in tier five right now, and he's probably the most consistent guy in IFC. I don't know if I'd say the most consistent, but he's throwing he's got a really wins. strong he's got pace. A lot of wins. He has, but he is yeah. definitely a lot quicker than anyone else in that lobby, at the moment at least. 
Yeah, he hasn't finished lower than second except for a crash in Japan. Yeah. That's 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 a good season. It's a good season to be fair. I I've been very impressed by Omega this season. I think Well, not anymore, he's gone. Well he's gone. No, but he'll be back. He'll be back. He's taking a small small <laughs> Yeah, he left, no, he left. Yeah, but he'll be back. He'll be back before you know it. Anyway, like he's been quite incredibly unlucky in some races, a lot of crashes which aren't his fault. And he's had really impressive pace stepping up from tier two last season, I thought. Like he's like he's been right there just outside of like the front runners so on many occasions and he's had some good results I thought. Podium in Netherlands as well, that was a good drive. Yeah, he drove well there. He, he took out the guy that was gonna win the race, but uh, <laughs> you know. who would that be, TJ? Well, me. Me myself. Oh, me. okay. <laughs> I say the person that's impressed me the most this season would be uh, Koye. I think it's Koye. Uh, when you look at Tier 3 last season, uh, he finished third, or second, sorry, in a very, very closely contested uh, season between him, Keep Hyper, and Reyes. And then him and Keep both moved up to Tier 2, and Koye's absolutely demolishing them. And then Reyes is still in Tier 3 and has four points. So for those people to have been uh, so close to him, do you know who's impressed me? Completely I think TJ has impressed me. How so? The fact that he still hasn't retired from the grid. Termination. I still go. That's very impressed me, mate. Well done. Okay. TJ has impressed me with his IQ. My IQ is brilliant. Yeah, African IQs. 156, mate. Really? For some context, we did some IQ tests, and out of me, Carsey. TJ and Adam, TJ was significantly the lowest. The first language is in English. Come on. <laughs> do it in Welsh, then. Ah, anyway. There's no options to do it in Welsh. I think we'll, we'll hit a few yeah, quick stupid. five questions from people. Are we excited or nervous for the upcoming F1 game? What are we thinking, boys? Um, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I heard there's supercars in it. I heard there's supercars in it. I don't want... I, just give us oh, a yeah, supercars. What's going on with that? Yeah. Yeah. Now EA are steering the ship, I'm very much nervous. And yeah, this could this could go anywhere. We could have an absolute glorious they might fix the servers and we have crossplay and we have a thriving server of a thousand league races on mixed platforms. I like you don't want crossplay. I I think it will go wrong. If yeah, it was done not... well, it would be great. But I think there will still be I think there will be performance gaps between platforms. Still, because yeah. there is now, and I, I don't see them fixing it well. Know, there's so much more to improve. Like, yeah. do you know potential, but there's also it could be a disastrous. One feature which would be safe for league racing, I, I was thinking about it, is like a life like FIA, like so someone who can like, who can, like control yeah. penalties, like an eye racing. Yeah, yeah drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how eye racing works. But I want or simple things. I want gonna, a yeah. manual pit lane and cooldown lap. That's that's honestly what I want. I, I, I want an ability for us to decide what rules are enforced. Like, give us complete control over what what happens in yeah. each lobby if we're on it. Like, that is true. Uh, with penalties on like corner cutting only. Like, just let us do what we want so we can avoid BS like safety car penalties. You know, yeah. let us keep corner cutting, speeding, and pit lane and stuff like that. Even collision penalties, I just don't want so that the FIA can decide them instead. You know. I'd also say that. 
I would prefer. They could learn a couple of things from ACC in my mind. One with the replay system, which is brilliant in ACC and terrible in F1. I'd say the replay system in F1 is, is next to useless. And yeah. then the corner cutting model of the game knowing if you've gained time through the corner cutting you've made compared mm-hmm. to the, the simple, like, they've just got a little boundary and if your wheel touches it, you automatically get a penalty. So, like, it's so, like, separate from how real racing is. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, if you're losing time by going off track, why on earth would you be punished for it? I don't really understand that, but... Yeah, I've also links with, like, just being able to control the penalty during the race. So I, I do not have faith for EA to deliver what I feel like we want. I feel yeah, like but is, is, is it still quite much of a game, people. which is EA that owns it? I should probably also have to say that we're playing it. I don't, I don't know. And and have we heard about the F1 Manager 2022 game? And are we excited for that? Um, things, I don't I know, actually, like, I'm excited for that. I am, but I, I don't see what you can do, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it'll be like is, football is manager. But no, but I know that. But like, we've got Korean. So, so you know, my career, my career, bloody what's the, the current game? Like, what else could you do? Like, would just be more. Have you ever played sport manager on your phone or your? Like, would it be like live like race strategies, like during the race, but like you're not actually racing? Yes. Like... Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. that would be. Uh, have you ever played motorsport manager? I have. Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, it'll it, it, just be that, but licensed and better. Yeah. Okay. Which I would be very happy with. There's a question here which I thought I'm 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 probably the only one qualified to answer is how is IFC founded? And um basically there was a league called Formula Jags where I believe there was me, Pete, Mac, and Nifty all raced, and Brad as well. Uh did you, does any of you know if any of the others were racing in Formula Jags? Didn't Ben show up or Ben Ben did race there. And then there was also Headshot and Cypher, and we made up the first IFC admin team as we wanted to make that only because we didn't like some of the things going on there. And we, Cypher was the first one with the idea, and he was the original owner of IFC. And then he ended up leaving, and Arrows was made owner. And we've like slowly formed the admin team we have over time, but we're effectively just a little like a splinter from Formula Jags who are no longer really a thing and I think we've grown a lot bigger than we ever really expected to when we made it. Which has been nice. I think have we got any more questions? Let me check. Um now we've kind of covered all the other questions just through talking basically. Um so I think I think we're good how's to call it David. Has anyone got anything how's else they'd like to how's say? It, it's hurting me very much. How's <laughs> teacher's ear? That's a good question. His is still digging it. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much for those who listened. I'm sure there will be another Race Merchants podcast at an undecided time, most likely after barring testing, maybe with some different faces. Um, but thank you very much, and we'll see you then. Shalom. Why are you saying shalom? Oh, big end. Big that, was right. that was like an hour, almost. Let me let me find TJ shitty tweet about Silent X. Give me a sec, I'll read out. Ah oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was worded much better than what you did. My English literature. Get ten percent off with the code IFC. Is it code IFC? It it is code, code IFC. IFC at checkout to get ten percent off your purchase. Ah, oh, that's perfect, dude. Do I? So yeah.
He's right. getting so gas over a simple sentence. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's the most basic pitch adverse <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. No, that's not what original 14 did. That's what everyone who has yeah. like a G Fuel advert ever said. That's what I want said. you to do. You do that. See? Okay, so I'll, I'll just say like, welcome to the <laughs> and we all do one word. Okay. 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 Shut the fuck up. I'll what? <laughs> I can do it if you shut up for a second, okay? Shut up. IFC is sponsored by Silent X Energy. Use code IFC at checkout for 10% off. Caffeine free with no added sugar. Keep you ahead on track. Oh shit. Just say. Alright, Oscar, are you recording or not? I am recording, yeah. Okay, so. Should I do it? I'll just like. I IFC something. are partnered with Silent X Energy. <laughs> <laughs> No added caffeine. No Why does he sound so sad? God, I don't see a partner. Classy, why don't you do it? You try it, Classy. Yeah, I think I think. IFC are proud to announce we are affiliated with Silent X Energy. With zero sugar, no added caffeine, and all natural ingredients, Silent X Energy will keep you ahead on track. Use code IFC at SilentXEnergy.com. Just use that. Off any orders. Just use that. I'm done. All right. Say less. I'll just provide. Is that, is that the end of oh. Carson laughing in the middle? He's <laughs> yeah. reading out yeah. so modern, so. <laughs> yeah, alright. So recording Okay, does anyone need a shit before we start? I do, but I can hold it in. I don't, right. Uh, I can hold it. He just beat himself again. <laughs> oh, we've got two people just trying to hold it, okay. My ears coming. This is a fight, fi alright. Nifty huh? doesn't know what he's talking about all the time. And he's the most easily influenced head of FI. He's, he's, worse, than, he's worse than fucking Michael Massey, honestly. Content. Content. If, yeah. if you think Jonathan Wheatley influences Michael Massey, you should see me and Carsey in FI. <laughs> I am like, recording. I, I don't care. I fucking upload this. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. This is the IFC Extra. This is IFC Extra. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question. Does Pete win in tier 4? No. 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 Pete does not win in tier 4.